Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Real 92.3, L.A.'s new home for hip-hop is standing up to racism and racial injustice in the black and brown community, Big Boy's Neighborhood. Man, Big Sean, welcome back to the neighborhood, man. It's been a minute. I know it's been a minute, man, but it's crazy how the world has changed since the Uh, last time we sat down in here. It's a different world. Do you think it's for the better? Do you know what, man? I think it's when we say for the better— there's a lot of people that's learning, and then there's some people that paid, you know, a hell of a tuition into the school of experience for us. You know what I'm saying? But I mm-hmm. think it put us on a sit down that we probably wouldn't have had, and I think it gave us a that was much needed. Yeah, an appreciation, and we're still seeing things. You know, it's not just a pandemic; it's everything, bro. It's what we've been witnessing with, you know, the killings, Racist, the shootings, racism. the racism. You know, 45 in the office, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot where you're starting to think like, okay, what am I going to learn from everything that's that I'm seeing right now? What kind of person do we become? You know what I'm saying? We don't learn from because we don't learn from this. We some dumb motherfuckers. Boy. <laughs> yeah, hey, bro. If we don't learn from this, that's true. We ain't learning at all. And it's bro. and it's we and it's we. Yeah, I'm learning. You learning. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of points we know, a lot of things that we can point out and say and, you know, defend and and but if we don't come out from this together. Yeah. And better, we bro. Don't learn from this, that's what I tell people, man. We gotta come out better, Sean, than what we went in. And the same with, you know, the world is changing and we seeing a lot of unemployment, we seeing a lot of furloughs, we seeing a lot of, you know, destruction. We're seeing a lot. But also it's this terrible. is that time too where I tell people, I say, man, what you wanted to do in life, now is that time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I wanted to start my story, do it. I wanted to go do it. You know what I'm saying? By any means. Yeah, do it. Because it's forced you to pivot. You, you got to think. We're, we Usually, man, I don't even think I ever got a phoner from you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always <laughs> come to the neighborhood. And Absolutely. now, to be on Zoom, I never heard of Zoom to the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I know. So here's another question. I know that you're interviewing me, but do you think that this is ever going to return back to how it was? Or do you think that no. a lot of these ways we are experiencing our new way of normal? New way of normal, bro. I think so, man. I you agree. Know, when people say, oh, we're going to go back to the norm, you got to think, bro. And I don't know how long you've been flying or even if you were flying before 9-11. But you, you, do you remember when you could walk a family member to the gate? At the yes. airport, or you could be at the gate with a sign when they got off. You could take a gallon of water onto the plane. You didn't have to walk through TSA. You didn't have to take your shoes off. You didn't, you know, they weren't throwing your water away when you got there and it was over a certain amount of ounces. Like we got used to that. Looking at pillars in front of the federal buildings and getting on an elevator and you can only go to that floor. Just certain things you, we got used to. You could bring a lighter on the plane. And since 9 11 and after, a lot of things have changed where they became the new norm, you know? So I think we're going to have something of this that we're going to have, have for possibly forever in a day. I think so too. My dad gave 35, 35 years to the airline industry and he got laid off. And I remember how hard it was on him, on his mental 
Yeah. And his, you know, it was it, you know, he gave his whole life to that industry. He started off a flight attendant, became a manager, and worked his way up to another manager, and he got laid off. And I just remember that it was one of the most detrimental things to ever happen to him, man. So it's like I know that that's happening tenfold mm-hmm. around the country. Now. And people are going through some of the hardest times of their life. And as blessed as I am, I can still feel, you know, I can't, I can't say I necessarily feel what they're going through, but I can feel the energy. I can feel it weighing heavy on my heart. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And plus, bro, we've been there. I my best to help. We've been there. And not only have we been there, we are there. Because I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure with you too, man, any real family, any real friends, you have become the person that picked them up that's going to get them through you know and you've probably been doing that forever in the past and in in the rearview mirror and now you're doing it through the windshield you know what i'm saying so so yeah you definitely man just just because you're in a position and there's a new album out bro you still your core is still where it needs to be and that's with family And, and speaking of the new album bro with detroit too during a pandemic you know what i'm saying and the world has changed mm-hmm. and we saw just a lot of growth it seemed like in big sean anyway with mm-hmm. the actual album bro do you feel like you let us in even more with detroit too absolutely mm-hmm. i felt like it was i was going through an experience where i was confused about the way i was feeling i was confused about myself and i had to tap tap in and take time to rediscover myself rediscover mm-hmm. where i where I was at, why I was feeling like this, you know, and I had to learn better communication. You know what I'm saying? I come from a family where both my grandparents were in World War II, both amazing people, but they didn't know how to express their emotions. They didn't, they, 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 they obviously loved us and they got trick trickled down to me. And it's like, I didn't know how to really express myself, even though I'm a right, even though I write my, all my music, it was just like, I had things in me that I had to heal and figure out. And luckily I was in a position where you know, I forced the time to take to myself because I was feeling burnt out mm-hmm. and I was feeling broken inside, you know, and I didn't know what was going on. I felt like I was at a wall that was going to fall on me and I had to figure out how to climb over it, you know. So I took a lot of time to myself because I wasn't happy. No matter what, what I tried to do, I just wasn't happy, bro. So it's like. Isn't that scary, too, though, Sean, where you think was, like, man, I'm supposed to be happy. Why I'm not? Bro, to the point where I was ready to, I was ready to end my life, you know, a couple nights. So it's like, I didn't know what was going on. You know, it's like, I had no reason I felt like to be, to feel like this way. But then I realized that my feelings are indications that something's off. So I just had to follow them. So I took time. I did therapy. I, I spent more time with my family. I did things, tried try new things. And, you know, when I was trying to make music, I wasn't coming up with, anything that I thought was good, you know? So it was like, that was the real low point because it was like, music is my happy place. Right. So when I couldn't come up with anything that I was really liking, I just felt hopeless, you know, super depressed, too much anxiety. So what I did was I just took a break from everything, you know, cause when you come from a mentality in a place like Detroit or a place like LA or wherever, it's like your mentality is once you get on, you gotta stay on their necks, you gotta keep going, you gotta keep going. But that wasn't it for me. You know, I was burnt out, bro. But with that being said, too, bro, like, there's always a, man, I got one more show. Okay, I got, okay, I'll do one more tour. Like, it's hard. Yeah, and it's hard to sit yourself down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy that you did sit yourself down, but 
it probably wasn't immediate either. You know what I'm saying? No, it wasn't. Yeah. Because nobody taught me how to do it. I didn't know how to do it. And it was just like I, I had to follow my own path, I guess, because, you know, people I'm working with, they want me to come on, man. What's up? You yeah. got to we got to do these deals. What's up, man? You you know, that just adds to everything else. Like your business manager telling you, like, man, you, I don't know which I don't know what we're going to do. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Okay, man, what about all this work I did? What was that even for then? Right. You know what I'm saying? So to make a long story short, because we could that's a whole nother hour interview. <laughs> you know, I I when I saw once I started working on myself and started realizing I was in control of my feelings for real, unless I gave somebody else that power, it was like I was able to feel happy and be aggressively happy and like expand my way of thinking. And I started it started I started getting mm-hmm. back to the music and it started to be better than ever because it was like an expansion of myself, you know? And it was real so happy because you, you, we've experienced fake happy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, no. Like, like yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people looking, you know, like, oh man, yeah, you know, but people don't understand, you know, every time you're smiling, you're not really smiling. You know what I'm saying? So you went through fake happy. Do you feel like oh, now, yeah. and, and there's, I don't know where, where happy is, but do you feel happier? Mm-hmm. I feel happier. I'm going to keep it real big. I do have days where I have to work. You know, it's a continuous work. It's not yeah. like I did the work and I'm done. It's something I, I'm actively on every day. You know what I'm saying? There are times where I do feel overwhelmed still. Mm-hmm. Even in these times where I don't have to hop on a plane or, you know, go to back to back to back appointments or states or whatever. I still do feel a little overwhelmed sometimes. There are days where I still feel depressed, where I have anxiety. But I'm able to deal with it a lot better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm able to handle it. So that is, yes, I do feel happy. You know what I'm saying? To me, like, I make sure that happiness is like, I got to feel happy. I got to feel good in everything I do. Because when I do, it's all, then everything's good. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, everything's going to be right. How do you share that with us? You know what I'm saying? Because you're supposed to be, you know, you're Superman, you're Big Sean, right. you're supposed to have, you, oh, you got it all. But how do you share your vulnerabilities with us when we're in a time, Sean, where everybody got their arms crossed, we love before we hate, you know, we say the most negative. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. If things now, you know what I'm saying? Just, you, you, we so, hate before we love you, mean. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I mean. We we hate exactly. Thank you. We hate before oh, we wow. love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you remember the days of Source Magazine, like oh man, five mics, you know, or you you put some right. music out. It was a critic. Now everybody's a critic, and people are saying, you know, oh, I decided, I decided, I decided was whack, and I never even heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people, how do you deal with all that when you're dealing with so much already? Like, how do you shut that clutter off if you can? Man, it's like it's like you walking in a valley and you see people to the right. In the distance, you see people to the left and they throwing things and they saying things. And it's like once you go over and entertain them, they get louder. Right. And it, and it starts to affect you more and you start feeling it more. And the things they throwing at you, they might hit you more. And hit you harder 
But it same with the other side. But if you just stay in your valley, mm-hmm. if you stay centered, you're going to feel it and you're going to see it and you're going to hear it. But it's just like you got to stay on your path because everybody don't like everything for once. Right. I know people who don't like water. OK, <laughs> yeah. that's what I always got to remember. If it's, somebody, if it's people on this earth that don't like what they 70 percent made of, don't like oh, water. Man. Then there's a lot of people that don't like themselves and they must got bad taste. You feel right. Me? So easy call, man. So, you know what I mean? But everybody is a critic, though. Everybody is. And did you I get just, away from own- that when you when you were going through your your personal sit down and your, you know, your your mental walk? Did you? purposely get away from social media yes i did only because i couldn't take it it would bring me back to a place where it was like i'm somebody who cares when you you know you care you care about the stuff you do you know that's why you're so good at it that's why you put so much quality into your work is because you care right so it's like as an artist my heart wide open so yeah i i do care what people think about my work but at the same time i realized that i can't let that slow me down there are times where i would focus on that when I could have been way more productive than that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes people just say things to get a reaction, get a rise, and they ain't even thinking about it after that. Man, so with Detroit 2, the album, bro, I would Mm -hmm. say great body of work. You know, and there's times, Sean, I don't know if you, you know, if you pop in, you listen, but I say, man, that this dude, like people mess with you. People understand, you know, like, oh, man, I enjoy the album. But sometimes I don't feel like people really see how talented you are and how much of a great writer you are. You know what I'm saying? And with Detroit, too, I see that, you know, you could take us to the club. You could take us, you know, mm-hmm. deep in thought. You know what I'm saying? And you, 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 you could be braggadocious and have this big bravado or you can also be vulnerable. And that album represents mm-hmm. people. You know what I'm saying? There's some days when we the loudest in the room and we we hear. Then there's other days right. where, you know, it's like, damn, we're a little somber. And I think that that's what the album was, bro, is, is that it felt mm-hmm. like it was just a great album. What I enjoy, too, is, Sean, like, I continue to listen because there is no waste of words. And I felt like, do you think this is your best work? And people always say it's my best work yet. But where you are, right. what you've been through, what you feel, so on and so forth, do you feel like this is your best body of music yet? Man, first of all, I appreciate you saying that, man. It's like it's real though, bro. You don't even know how many times I rewrote songs. Whew, I'm getting a little emotional because it's like I put a lot of effort into like making sure I don't waste a line, man. So mm-hmm. for you to for you to say that, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I uh I wanted to make an album that people didn't know they needed but needed you know mm-hmm. so it's like do I think it's my best work I don't know man because that's just like it, sometimes things hit people differently in different times in different ways to me it's my best work because I was my best self making right. it yeah. and it was a execution of of me like you know being so real I'm rapping about having a heart disease on there I'm rapping yeah. about you know, losing a baby. I'm rapping about things that hey, I probably Sean, never would have rapped about. On Deep Reverence, when we hear that line, was that the first time publicly that we heard that? Like, you delivered that through lyrics, or did I miss something? No, that was my first time deliver. Like, that was my first time saying it. And, you know, why Why there? Was it that, was it that place? You know, when we say music is therapeutic, was that mm-hmm. that place for you at that time? 
not only was it therapeutic, I feel like it would help somebody else feel like they're not alone who going through a similar situation. You feel me? I feel like a lot of music that I was hearing was music that was giving me a certain energy. It was like had me turned, had me feeling like a certain way. But one of the things I was missing personally from music, or maybe I just didn't hear it. I'm not saying it wasn't there, but I just felt the lack of personally was like people relating to my everyday, mm-hmm. relating to what I got going on. And that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to not only relate, I wanted to motivate, uplift, and inspire. Because that's what I feel like my real purpose is. I don't know if my purpose is all the way rap. I know it's to inspire, and I know I can do that through my rapping. You know. And, and when you say we lost a baby, is that you mm-hmm. and Janae, or is that, you know, because I'm going to tell you straight up, bro, I don't follow a lot of relationships. So I apologize. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But is that you and Janae or did was were you involved with someone else or? Well, when I talked about this, you know, there are certain things I do want to keep private. Understood. You feel me? Understood. When, when I was talking, when I when I sat and talking, was playing it with Janae. But I mean, it's definitely something that didn't happen a long time ago. So it's gotcha. like gotcha. Know, that answers your question. Understood, yeah. bro. You know, understood. And that's mm-hmm. that's with, with all respect when I asked too. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Real talk. I already know. Real talk. Yeah. Now, also, I know, man, I know you got respect for her too. So yeah. I know easy got call. And and when when it comes to y'all making music together, when she jumps on to a project with you, does she charge you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Or, oh, okay, okay. No. Hey man, she's no. another one, bro. That's extremely talented. Like extremely sure. talented, like an old soul. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and she's another uh-huh. one for those I feel like that know Janae Eichel, they know. And then there's others that just don't know how talented she is. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Like, that's why she should charge you. <laughs> she charges me. She charges me in other ways, for sure. Okay, all right, cool, cool. Well, I, I don't want to hear too much about that. You know what I'm saying? It's a full <laughs> pandemic. Was it different releasing right. an album during a pandemic? And it's not like we got another pandemic to to compare it to, but we got pan- right. non-pandemic releases and pandemic releases. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you could have held the album and tried to wait this out because we don't know how long it is. Were right. you considering, like, man, how do I release Detroit 2 during a pandemic? Nah. I just like I was going to release it earlier in the year and because I I was performing at Coachella and a lot of other festivals. But once this pandemic hit, I felt like I had to. It was like 80 to 90 percent done. And I feel like I was a little bit rushing it to get it out. So I just took the extra time and lived through and Mm -hmm. really lived these moments, too. You know, and there are songs like that I got with Anderson Pack and like. Wale, where it's like, it's a reflection of some of the stuff that's going on now. Yeah, that really felt like, like now. Yeah, you know, that that that's now. Like that that wasn't that didn't feel like that was already done in January, February. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so that so the thing was that song was done in January, but without them on it, it was just me. Okay. So that's why my verse, I didn't really talk about a lot of the current things because I wrote that almost a year ago. But when I got Wale on it. He really captured what was going on now, which I appreciated. And then Anderson Pack, you know, I had an idea to just like freak the intro a little bit of the song. And he like we was me and him was already working on something for him. And he did that for me. So it was it was a it was like it just elevated it. You know, I it was real divine timing for me, like with this project. So 
how, I'm happy I put it out. How do you now. pick a collaboration? You know what I'm saying? Because for one, I feel like, damn, when it when it comes to you, of course, you can handle it on your own. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. when I when I do look at it, I see Nipsey. I'm, and I'm going to run through what a Post Malone, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Ty Dolla Sign, Janae Eichel. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the stories by Erica Badu. And the and the story by Stevie Wonder, bro, like just with him putting in that kind of like like home plate in the, you know what I'm saying, and and yeah. Dave Chappelle, like those stories. When you see a name like Stevie Wonder on there, bro, Travis Scott, of course, Lil Wayne, you know, the, and the list goes on. How do you pick who who you feel like like man, this person should be on here? Well, I knew for this album, my last album, I only had like two features on it, I think, or three at the most, but. So I knew it was a sequel to Detroit. When I thought about Detroit, it was like, first of all, I had those stories on the first, on the mixtape. Mm-hmm. I had Snoop and like uh, Jeezy and Common back, way back. And um, it was a lot of features on it. So it was like, I want this. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy. Interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood? Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come to be, it feel like a festival, like a feature-heavy album because it's all paying homage to Detroit. So for me, it was like bringing a whole festival to the to the D and we all just like having fun performing and, you know, going through the layers that all the things that I feel like Detroit are, you know, that's mm-hmm. why the album has so many sides. But uh, the features were just like it was on every feature I had in there. It was like we vibe personally and it happened naturally. It yeah. wasn't like a forced thing. It wasn't like a send it in. It was like, you know, I was in a studio with every single person talk to every single person some people took it and sent it back and you know it was a, it was a beautiful nah, process it sounded very it well very well thought out as opposed to i just need a name you know what i'm saying it sounded right. very very you know it felt like it was very thought out and mm-hmm. just with with my relationship with nipsey bro when i heard deep reverence you know Ooh. you become protective you know even when your partner's here you know what i'm saying like that man had so much wisdom and i felt like there was so much more nipsey that we were going to have and and of course with with our brother being cut down so early but also there's so much when he say the marathon continues bro we knew what that meant but now we really know what that means and what it feels like and when i heard deep reverence first off when was that recorded? And then did you do your vocal again? So so when so during what what show was that? Oh yeah, on a run. Me and Nipsey were there talking backstage together. Cause we were both coming out with Khaled and kicking in. Hit boy came up to us like, man, I got something for both of y'all. Like, 
And we like, I ain't seen Hit Boy in years at that point. And, you know, I was like, okay, let's, let's, let's get up. So me and Nipsey, my producer who signed to me, Amir, he did the intro on Victory Lap. And me and Nipsey were sending hella tracks back and forth to each other. Like, man, we got to get up. We got to do this. We got to do that. And they just kept not getting finished, right? So I remember I was working with Hit Boy and Nip was working with Hit Boy as well. And Hit Boy is a is a connector, mm-hmm. you know. He's like, there's a collab I just did with on Nas album where that wouldn't even though me and Nas are cool, it wouldn't have happened if Hit Boy really wouldn't have connected it. You know what I'm saying? So that was one of the things that Hit Boy was like, "Yo, I got this track." Nipsey, Nipsey already told me that y'all, you know, me and Nipsey for real was cool too. Like texting all the time. He really admired the relationship I had with my mom. Yeah. He would always hit me up. You know, he was a real family man for real. So, you know, I remember that he was like, you need to do this track. I'm like, all right. I remember I was writing to it and and doing all these things to it. But I was also in a point where my mind was it was it was kind of when I was trying to get back into the music and it wasn't flowing for me all the way. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's not that I didn't want to do the song. I just couldn't find the inspiration to like I knew what I had to do on there, you know. So I go to Detroit. And I take my mom to see Hamilton. I'm doing some charity work in the city. And I get a I get a call and Nipsey got shot. And I remember my heart dropped and I was like, oh fuck. Like crazy thing is, I I'm trying to see. I had just texted him that week and I and I looked, I posted a picture of me and my mom and Nipsey commented on the picture, like with praying hands, right? Just ran I randomly I just saw that. So I'm like, okay, he gonna be good, he gonna be good. I was like, man, and then it kept getting updates because yeah. we got the same managers too. Me and Nip got the same managers at Rock, and it kept updating me like, oh man, I don't know, it's not looking good. And I was like, what? And then my homie called me and was like, man, they saying he might have got shot in the head. And I was like, I remember just being on the way to the airport, going back, going back to LA, just crying, bro, like. Didn't even know if he was, didn't know what the situation was. I just remember was crying. I remember I called Janae. We was on the phone and she was like, oh my God. Like everyone was just, the whole world was just like, please, bro. Mm-hmm. Cause we knew Nipsey, we knew Nipsey was on his way to enlightenment and a higher level of consciousness. You feel mm-hmm. me? Oh, we yeah. knew that he was on his way. He was empowering black people. Black business was his yeah. motto. He was the marathon continues. That was it. You know, it was like that was a mentality. So when I finally got the news that he died and right when I got the news he died, there was a person walking past on the plane that had a Crenshaw hat on. And I just couldn't oh. believe it. And and I was on a, and I bawled crying, bro. I think I cried till I fell asleep on that plane for real, for real. So we got back to L.A. And I and I remember that I did I did some stuff to the song, but it wasn't nothing really, you know. And I remember when we was putting the album together, and Hit Boy had the clip of Nipsey saying like, "I'm gonna lock in with Detroit." The clip that was at the end of the song, and I started coming, I started finishing the stuff I was doing to it. And I remember Dom was in there, mm. and I was like. This probably, I probably, this probably ain't gonna come, this probably ain't gonna come out. And Dom was like, no, nah, you gotta put that out, bro. Like, that's from the heart. You know, I feel like that's what bro would want. And when I hollered at Nipsey's people, they were all with it. You know, they were all like, 
no, nah, this he talked about this. This, you know, this is going to a good you 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 uplifted him, you carrying on his his legacy. So it was hey, a man. really important song. For him. And so, so well done, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, so well done. And and that's yeah. the way you want to make sure that there's purity from whatever, you know, I love how everybody's protecting Nip, how the family's making sure there's no no goofiness going out with, you know, songs or craziness or features or somebody just cutting his name up, you know, because he wouldn't have stood for it here. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So so uh-huh. just with that, man, I thought that that was another one of the most beautiful reasons why it brought me to D- Detroit, too, because we had it. We've been playing it on air. We just didn't have uh-huh. the full body of music. So now when you get the full body of music, bro, you're like you're in a position where you really like I'm rolling to it. And and every time I listen to it, Sean, I'm hearing something different. And that's what wow. happens when you hold on to an album for like 10 years. Sometimes you'll go and be like, damn, that's what he said or that's what he meant. <laughs> you, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I like like mm-hmm. what, what I, once I, what, what I said before, bro, great body of music. Now, I, I saw that you had said that uh, Kendrick had got at you after he heard Deep Reverence. And uh-huh. and it's it's sometimes man where the public speak louder than <laughs> about a situation than the actual people uh-huh. that's supposed to be in this situation. You know what I'm saying? Two grown men. Uh-huh. Where where how did that call happen or how did that get at you happen? And where are you guys so called now? No, actually, so I mean we've been we've been hollered at each other. That was one of the things that like that's why I obviously put that in a verse because I feel like. It was just on my heart, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it was literally, literally no, we had no animosity <laughs> towards each other. It was literally just some outside shit that like, hey, I think he's talking about you when he said this. Hey, I think he's talking about you when he said this. And it was just like, you know, when we hollered at each other, it was a, we, we both came to the conclusion it was our egos and people just talking. Like, yeah. it was important to have that direct dialogue like brothers do and kings do, you know, like you talk, you talk, communicate, and it was all good. And um, as far as that dialogue after that, I he didn't hit hit me up. I hit him up because uh, I don't want to talk too much and like give too much business. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, we was talking about some other stuff and then he was like, hey, I appreciate y'all. You and Nip gassed on that song, he said, or something like that. And I'm like, appreciate the shout out, you know, he's he, he's, you know, I can't speak for him necessarily. I don't want to talk too much, but. You know, it's it's definitely a, it's definitely nothing but good energy. Ain't no time to be enemies with nobody yeah. out here. It's like Especially we are facing a whole, <laughs> yeah. we facing a whole type yeah. of common enemy. You know, I know on the song I did the Friday Night Cipher on Detroit too with Eminem and the whole city. Like a lot of the people from Detroit on there, there was like four or five people that had beefs on there, and I'm like, we got to unify. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to put all that beef shit to the side. We getting shot in the back. We getting choked out. Like. Unless y'all have some, unless it's some, unless somebody did something to y'all mama, yeah, you know, unless it's like somebody yeah. killed your brother, then that's a different situation. Yeah, but I, it's I like, think we can get through the bullshit. You know, if it's what like saying? a territory thing, or he says something about me, or like, okay, bro, like it's not that time. So you know what I mean? Hey man, have you been in the gym, bro, or you just wearing smaller shirts? <laughs> no, I'm in the gym. I'm definitely yeah. in the gym. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. got it. That was that was part of my getting it together kind that of thing. That was part of, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it helped here too, taking that time out for yourself. You feel me? So it's I, uh. I remember I saw you like it. on a basketball court. I was like, man, this dude Photoshop skills and got immaculate. 
when I saw how you, I was like, man, go ahead, Sean. I was like, man. Hey, hey, what's funny is I was looking at a picture I performed at one of your concerts a long time ago, and I had Cuddy on stage with me. It was me and Cuddy, and I had my shirt off, and then I was I, I was doing a side by side. And I look so different, dog. It's crazy. Hey, man, but but it's crazy when you work on your urge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was over 500 pounds, and I was 500 pounds sexy anyway. You know, and look then I just you. worked on look my urge. Now. now I'm sexy-er. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when you had your mm-hmm. shirt off back then, you was probably like, man, look, now now you got an urge. You know what I'm saying? You didn't take your shirt off <laughs> like, oh, man, I look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it's crazy when we when we kind of start to look at ourselves, man. And it, and it is true where you got to heal, you know, the mind, the body, and the soul. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's so therapeutic, bro, because we're not good to anyone unless we're good to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's what I realized. Yeah, That's what man. I realized. And it's like, I ain't do it to be, I ain't trying to be no, like, I ain't trying to look like The Rock, you know, right. that, even though that's my idol. It's like, I love The Rock, you know, and um, he's one of my friends, but, you know, I ain't trying to be big muscle. You know, I'm just trying to be in the best shape of my life. You feel yeah. What about shows, man? Do you miss shows? Do you miss traveling? Do you miss everything that come with, with the release of an album as well? Yeah, I do. You know, I I really do wish I could have had a, you know, release show or put yeah. a tour up, and you know what I'm saying. But um, I do realize that it's a special time, though. You know, I don't want to wish for something that I know I'm not in control of. So, like, yeah, of course I want to get back to how I used to be, but obviously some things got to change. I feel like we in a cocoon right now. <laughs> Amen. And we going there. We ain't going there as the caterpillar. You can't come back out as the caterpillar. So we got to figure out. <laughs> yeah, that man. Out. Spread your wings and fly away. It's crazy, man. How and, and and it's not like you said or we said it or anybody. But you know, you be like, man, I wish I didn't have to work. Man, I wish I didn't have to, to travel. Man, I wish I didn't have. To. And now it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. I know it's like, oh shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, here it is. What about when you go? I was out? definitely one of those people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And now I was we definitely one of those people. We on we on the shutdown. What about if you do go out to the store or somebody and somebody recognize that it is Big Sean? Are you doing pictures at a social distance or or you don't even go out? I know I go out sometimes. Like, yeah, I do pictures. Just make sure you masked up. Right. You know what I'm saying. I don't get too close, but. You know, yeah, you gotta, you gotta show love. Yeah, man, cause we people would have, need it. we would have listeners in here crowded around you. You know what I'm saying? Like we throw our own release uh, parties, and you know what I'm saying? Audience, like audience, yeah, yeah, audience, right there. <laughs> Hell yeah, everybody man. meeting, great taking pictures. Oh man, and that's what I'm saying too. I think it's gonna be burnt in our psyche for a minute too. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I just nakedly shook a hand a few days ago, and Sean, it was in my head. Where I was like, nah. okay, and I was at a, at a photo shoot, and right when I st- he put his hand out, I slapped it, and then do I stepped right out and I hit the you know hit the uh, the sanitizer, then went and washed it. Like it's it's on us right now, bro. It, it, nah, last night I last night I had to go to Seven Eleven. Oh, you took an L uh, actually with Janae actually. <laughs> so she she wanted to go to Seven Eleven, so we went. I went up there with her, and I would have loved to have seen that. I was. <laughs> I was like mad. I was mad. I was like, man, fuck, we doing a Seven Eleven right now. Hey, Amen. Go up at Seven Eleven. Hey, it was filthy do you in there, and bro. Janae, go up at 7-11. Do y'all walk in the Seven Eleven together? 
or y'all sent somebody in? Like, yeah. You, it, you no, said no, one no, of them watched, nasty ass <laughs> It was one of them nasty ones. It wasn't like the clean ones. It was like one of them filthy ones. No, we walked in there together. Yeah, no, we ain't had no security. It was like late at night, too. Right, it was like right. 1, 1 a.m. or something like that. Uh, so. What were you buying at 1 a.m. at a 7-Eleven? Mm. <laughs> you got to stock up on those, bro. You know what no, I'm saying? No, 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 no. No, you do. You Snacks. should. You bet. You should stock up on them, though, man. And you can get them off of Amazon now. Snack. No, she wanted the snacks, man. Come on now. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah, at one in the morning, huh? All right, yeah. Perfect Cheeto Late time, night huh? Snacks. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Whatever you going to 7-Eleven for, Sean, that's your 7-Eleven trip. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. That's your 7-Eleven trip. But the point is, I was, I was in there just like even exchanging the money. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm a germaphobe already, so I'm like... Same. Hey man, looking you for the sanitizer. you pushing the door on the way out, like man, like I don't even <laughs> want to touch this part of the shirt, man. You know, I yeah. see, I dude, see you. Uh, dude, touch my hand. Yeah, <laughs> dude, hey. touch my hand when we exchanging the money. I'm like, damn. Like, hey man, and you know what? It's not bad. It's not like this was us before, or like, like oh, Sean stuck up. It's like, man, we here now. And I think everybody no, no, understand man. when you say. All right, you know, can no, we take a picture no from here? Shit. Yeah, not at all. Oh, I know that. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, but, no, but mom, let, let me let me just put it in perspective. I got so I got my mama in my house with me, right? My mama's seven. Oh, I don't want to say her age, but yeah. my mama is a little mature. And her best friend died from COVID. Yeah, bro. You feel me? So my mom hasn't left the house. My mom been here staying with me since last October, so almost yeah. a year. So her best friend died from COVID. All my friends that I know, like literally like eight out of 10 of like my friends on the, you know, all had COVID. Yeah. Some of them had asthma. So some of them thought they was going to die. You know what I'm saying? It's a real thing. So I know it has been so close to me. People around yeah, me man. have had it so close that it's been made. It's making me, it made me paranoid a little bit and like extra protective. So it ain't even like, no, it ain't nothing else but that, you know? Right, okay. All right. Well, you know what? Don't tell me. Tell Janae that. She the one who took you to 7-Eleven at 1 in the morning. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Danger. She just yeah. be, you know, hey, yeah, we at 7-Eleven. I do, I, I, I do it for her, though. A easy know? call, as you should. I do it for my queen. Hey, man, yeah. I see you wearing your uh your Laker jersey. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Is it laundry day, or are you really wearing that Laker jersey? I'm really wearing that Laker okay. jersey. Okay, all right. On, easy call. Oh, <laughs> you feel Hello. Me? Hey man, have, have you been watching uh do you know the NBA from the bubble? Have you been enjoying it? Of course. Yeah. I've been loving it. Yeah. I've been loving it. If you already know what's gonna happen, what's about to happen. It's about to be the Clippers and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. You think so? You, know? you think the Clippers gonna I, do a game to get get that game seven? I don't know, cause it look it's been looking a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, like like you won't bet with your own money, but yeah, it look. And I'm not right. even like the hella hella sports head. I, I I grab my tuba when we get to playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, then right, I right. you know what I'm saying? I jump on the bandwagon. But I'm looking yeah. at this, and I'm like, I'm hoping that that the Clippers pull it off. But that's what we that's what everybody wanted to see. I feel like, but hey man, going through it. Can you imagine what L.A. would have looked like back to back? At the Staples Center, with with you know Clippers home, L.A. home, like it would have been, it would have been ridiculous, bro. I would have definitely Crazy. went with you on your tickets because you and Zeno, it's obvious <laughs> y'all got a lot of memories together. We we gotta have start having so, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm with that. I can't wait to. I don't think it's ever gonna. I mean, I'm sure next season gonna be in the bubble too. You, you think know? so? So, yeah, yeah 2021. I think they announced it. Yeah, I think they announced it. 
Man, do, are you going to do any cool. virtual shows or anything like that? Have you been Have you been thinking about anything like that? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. If it, if it's the right like, I, yeah, we you know I did like I definitely have done like performances. Like I did a performance on Jimmy Fallon that was like mm -hmm. a virtual performance, but yeah, like a virtual concert. Yeah, like I think that's the if that's what I got to do to connect. You know, or the drive-ins or something like damn. And I remember last yeah, year like when we spoke up. I remember you was like, "Hey, big, your birthday next year. I'm doing a full show for you. I'm not charging you anything. <laughs> remember?" And then boom, we get a pandemic. <laughs> hey, man. But I just wanted to thank you for coming into the neighborhood, man, and, and thank you for your energy as always, man. And you've been a one since day one with us, man. And you know, I no, wish you nothing sure. but the best, bro. And I'm so happy that you are in a better place. You know what I'm saying? And before we could get any, you know, Detroit 2, before we can get any shows, anything like that, man, the main thing we want is for you to continue to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad you sat yourself yeah. down. I'm glad you're working on, you know, happier. You know what I'm saying? And and I wish That's you nothing right. but the best, man. And, th and thank you for another great body of music too, bro. Man, it means everything, bro. Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. Thanks for just thanks for giving me thanks for showing me respect, bro. Like I respect you in the exact same way. Like to me, you a master of what you do. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? You loved you a, a legend to me. Yeah. So just keep thank going. You for, Give me three more. Give me three that. more before you before you wrap up. You said you're I'm beauty, loved. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Don't lie to me. Like, oh, fuck. So I'm probably not even well, a legend on, either. Man, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all right. You know what, bro? All that is done. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you goodbye from the Terra Dome. My, how your hair has grown. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but, but, That's right. No, man. But thank you for being in the neighborhood, bro. And God willing, we'll see you soon. If not, we'll see you on Zoom. Hello. Yeah, no. Yes, sir. Thank <laughs> you, bro. God bless you. Easy call. Big Sean, ladies and gentlemen, in the neighborhood. Detroit 2 is available however you get your music. You know what I'm saying? And, and thank you once yes, again sir. for being in the neighborhood, Big Boy's Neighborhood. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.